What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Dogbot. What's happening? Not much, man. I had... Okay, here's a little inside baseball Okay. for people. Maybe a little bit of uh, water cooler talk. Oh. Uh, so... After I get off work on Fridays, I go and I have a few different places I get takeout to treat myself before I get on the show. And at one of the places that I like to go to, they have a really fancy, like, chili mac and cheese. And you would be shocked as to what's absolutely never in it. Beans. Wow. So they serve hot dog sauce down there. It's not. It's made out of brisket, oh, like wow. it's supposed to be. It's not. It's not. Well, it doesn't have to be brisket. Beef. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be brisket per se. But yes, ground beef is not the correct the correct meat for for uh, for chili. That's, not that's for sure. Not real Texas chili. No, 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 no. So, not real Texas chili. That's the thing. Yeah. Dog right. bought the the sole arbiter of truth of. Texas chili. That's right. Well, see, that's the thing. Also, you know, we didn't get a chance because Dogbot was doing his water cooler talk. Uh, I'm a I'm a traditionalist. I understand. But uh, also joining us this evening, Jack the intern. Hi, Jack. Hey, what's up? Reinhardt uh, will be participating as Sir not appearing in the film. All right. He's on Ape Mountain training my otters. <sighs> Is that what he's doing? Well, there's... Well, there's yeah, a supply shortage of bananas at Eight Mountain, and so he's trying to manage the risk. Hmm. Well, is that because all the container ships filled with bananas are parked off the coast of California? Right, and there's a there's a, a literal chimp out right on the verge of happening. So that's why he's utilizing my otters right now oh. to swim off to the uh, container ships. Well, did you hear? Was it um, Biden or or Circleback Girl? There um, said that Target and Walmart should figure out how to get this stuff off the ships. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, you know what that means, right? You know what that means. Have you been to a Walmart recently? Sixty-four lanes of checkout aisles, right? Sixty-four checkout aisles, zero cashiers. So what that means, it's all it's all self checkout now. So what that means is you're going to have to go down to the pier. Right, take the ferry out to the container ship and find your shit yourself, and then self check out yourself on the container ship. Take the ferry boat back and drive yourself home. That's how Walmart's going to solve the problem. The newest Walmart in the northern part of the metroplex of this continent-wide strip mall here. They took out, as you said. Like something like thirty-two checkout checkout aisles, mm-hmm. and and yeah. they made they made a sort of cul de like long large cul de sac of self checkout. Yeah, they have two different areas. They have one where it's like um, like the ones they have at the grocery stores, right? And then they have well, uh, I think, and then they have the one where it's like I a, think they have only four non self checkout lanes. I, that's such a weird combination of adjectives. Non self checkout lanes left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've taken them out and they made it into this weird, like, um, like you said, like a corral, 
you start at one end and you walk down to the open register and you check out yourself. And then the next person behind you will walk to the next open register and they'll check themselves out, the one behind you. And and on each end of this cul-de-sac, they have two incredibly disinterested employees who are there to... Oh, there's two uh, on each end? Flash their lanyards whenever something goes awry. Mm -hmm. There's two on yours at yours on each end because we have one at each end at our Walmart. I'm saying like it's 50 yards. It feels like 50 yards to one end to the other. It's a well, it was a large, (laughs) it was a large chunk. At least they're using, you know, that floor space now. Before it was just uh, registers with a whole bunch of as seen on TV. Like stuff on the shelves in between, like the impulse buys. The impulse buys at Walmart the absolute worst. It's like a combination oh. of like, as seen on TV, like every copper infused band you can think of, like for your wrist, your arm, your ankle, your elbow. Um, and then uh, the cheapest of AirPods, uh, a bunch of, you know, Yu Gi Oh cards. It's just a weird amalgam of things. Those high-definition shades. Yes. uh, Blue blockers. uh, The blue blockers. And sham wows. Well, they have to carry the sham wows because the sham wow guy has been, um, you know, extradited to, or not extradited, but he took off to Israel because he was. Did he beat a hooker? Yeah, he beat a hooker up. He beat a hooker up because she bit him. I mean. Or no. No, he bit a hooker. He bit the hooker. That's right. Jack, will you look up whether uh, the ShamWow guy bit the hooker or was bitten by the hooker? I know there was biting involved. Who bit first? Right. The hooker or the John? Vince. That was his name. Just trying to remember his name. Yeah, it was like like something weird to us. It was Israeli. He looked like a, I mean, he looked like a Ginzo, but you know. ShamWow guy beats up cannibal hooker. So she bit him. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, she bit him. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that sorted out really yeah. early on so yes. we're not getting bombarded with emails by people named AssRaper56. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, his name is Vince. Listen to this. His name is Vince Shlomi. Yes, Shlomi. That's why he was so Jewish. Wow. But he looked Holy like sh- he looked like such a wop, though. One of my favorite uh, go-tos from YouTube from 10 years ago was the Electro remix of the Slap Chop commercial. That was really good stuff. Oh, I remember the Slap Chop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you could make a lot of cool electronic music with the slap. It was like almost like a, it was like a bop it. Like a organic well the, the guy the guy chopped up the the vocals really well in the in the remix he also he also did a good one with billy mays i've heard several remember billy mays yeah, oh yeah absolutely how can you forget billy mays really but wait there's more billy mays were, here that, that's right that's where alt skull learned he could use just for men to keep his beard black billy mays never used just for men <laughs> Dude, him and Alt Skull both use all okay, the first of all, all, all first all of all, Billy Mays container. made enough money to to have his hair professionally colored. Okay, Alt Skull might shop 
you know, for hair color at the, uh, in the checkout department of the Walmart. But, you know, I won't use the just for men. I don't care. I'll go gray. I don't care. I won't use just for men. My cousin used it and it turned his hair purple. You know how old ladies get the, the blue hair? You remember the, they used to call the old ladies blue haired old ladies because they use, they use that silver brightener that makes their hair like bright supposedly, but sometimes it makes it purple or bluish. So the blue haired old ladies, right? You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just for men does that to like dark hair too. And I have dark hair. I'm not, uh-uh. I'll just go salt and pepper. It's distinguished. It's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, my, my beard's half gray. Right, so right. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> like, I could never care. Yeah, well, I mean, I would, yeah. It's not like you have much up there to care about, so I get it. I'm not even oh. 30 yet, and I've already found, like, onesies and twosies of gray, gray hairs. So onesies and twosies? Cool. Oh. Dude, I... Yanked a gray nose hair. That's how you know. Where do you find? Where will you find your first smoky? What's a smoky? Gray on the balls. Oh, is that what you call them? Oh, smokies. That's interesting. I've never heard yeah. called that before. Yeah, I've that's when you that. like you find a yeah you find a gray pube. That's when it's like all right, time to buy a Porsche. Like I'm old. Like <laughs> if you can afford it, it's like time to just be a boomer. Need a Corvette. Or steal a Porsche in Minecraft. Right. In Minecraft. Absolutely. Because those crimes get prosecuted, much like Well I'm, they they I'm will property crime. You know what? You know what? Actually property crime gets prosecuted. You know why? Because insurance pays money. Um but actual crime like murders and stuff, they don't solve that kind of stuff. CSI will make you believe they do. CSI has people believing that, you know. Um, officers in snazzy outfits with snappy comebacks are building dioramas to solve crimes. Slowly takes off sunglasses. Right. Horatio. Yeah. How the fuck is that guy named Horatio? I refuse to believe that's a real name. Right. You know, Horatio Sands, like the fat Puerto Rican on, on Saturday Night Live. I believe that one. Like, that's a, like, look at him. That guy's a fucking Horatio. Look at him, you know? Yeah, fat greasy Puerto Rican guy on, on the unfunny Puerto Rican on on Saturday night. He's probably like he's Guatemalan, Johnny. Who cares? Tomato, tomato. He's got to go Wait, back. Is he Guatemalan or Puerto Rican? Who cares? Dude, I don't care. Do you care? Like it's it's the it's the brown guy who's playing the John Belushi part on the Jew show. You brought him up. Yeah, I know. I'm just I saying. Don't care. That's what a Horatio is. But anyways, back to um. Crime and stuff. Yes, in Minecraft, don't steal a car because you will get prosecuted. Wait, I thought a hoe ratio was whenever like a chick from OnlyFans is getting ratioed on Twitter. No, you're right. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but you're also not right. Yeah, because none of our guys are on Twitter. Right. It's like Schrodinger's joke. Hmm. Anyway, um, dude, it's like halfway through October. It's gone really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember September very much at all. To be honest, like every day is the same to me. So 
It, it is. You don't remember doing a three-hour episode about 9-11? Was that last month? That's right. Yeah, that was 9-11. I do, I do remember that, actually. I'm joking. <laughs> was I'm that joking. last month? 20th yeah. anniversary right. of the one thing that I love to talk about the most? 20th anniversary of the thing that I talk about a lot, yeah. Oh, speaking of speaking of talking about things a lot, somehow, somehow, we got talking about like you know history at work, and uh, I was told today that I would make the coolest history teacher ever. Did I tell you guys that? No. I think it's the third time, or the second time in three weeks, or the third time in four weeks, that I've had somebody else tell me that I'd make a really cool history teacher, and I'm like, yeah, except. I'm not a filthy communist, so I couldn't be. Yeah, you'd be fired as soon as you walked in the door. Right. I mean, I am not I'm not surprised like that I'm 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 employed because, you know, like doxing doesn't really do anything anymore, but at the same time, like I figured that the background checks would have gotten more social media e if you know what I mean, oriented as as they were the the ones that I've had to pass recently, which were supposedly quite in depth. So. I'm right. trying to picture. I'm trying to picture you in like a beige tweed or a corduroy suit. Um, I would be. I would be with a, with a bolo, like you'd have like a bolo. No, I would. No, would not be the kind of teacher it would I would be. be like, I know. I would be, be like the, a turquoise, a turquoise mm, bolo you're way, tie. No, you're you're so far you'd have, not even you'd close have like to one being of those in the same ballpark. The, the patches on no. the, on the elbows. No, so I would. They'd be, be like dark brown. The patches. Have you have you never seen the pictures of me at Charlottesville? I thought we we're talking about you being a history teacher. That's, I'm not talking about you being at that one that one thing. That's how. I, yeah, that's how the how I was dressed is the way like. The history teacher I would be would dress. You wore a tweed jacket with brown. No, I don't. Patches. Why does it have to be a tweed jacket? Why does how I would dress have to be your representation of what you're making up in your mind? For a history, te- for Johnny being a history teacher. Every history teacher doesn't wear a tweed jacket, dog. But I don't know, like just because would- the Jews have made you think that because that's how they are in every movie. Television. Zero what about of mine have what ever about, wore that. Yeah, I've had several history a, teachers. Not a single one of them wore a tweed jacket with uh, leather patches on the elbows or a corduroy jacket. What about a monocle? Never had a teacher with a monocle ever? Where did you go to school? Same. I mean, how many of your teachers had monocles? Did you went to school with a Monopoly man? I'm just saying. Or wait a minute. You were a he didn't have teacher. the Monopoly man. Didn't have a monocle. Mandela. He did have it. I swear to God. No, he did. He totally did. Well, one thing I know for sure is C-3PO had a silver leg in the later movies, but not in the first one. Don't start that. Don't. Don't do the thing. Anyway, um, you know it's not a Mandela effect. Like we were saying, it is October, and that means it's Halloween time and spooky stuff. Have you guys seen the Halloween stores this year? They're terrible. I mean, they're 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 bad every year, but this year, well, of course, because of the you know the shipping container problem, which is all completely the fault of the uh, truck drivers, by the way. But uh, the the 
the spirit shops, the Halloween stores are really, really bad this year. I wouldn't know. I don't think there's, I've even seen one in my city or any of the surrounding towns. Oh, dude, where, where we are, when you go into quote town, um, you know, where the Walmart used to be because the Walmart moved to the other side of town where they get, you know, technically it's a different town. And they get a tax break over there. So this big box store stays empty. So once a year, it becomes a spirit store. It's back. It's back. It's ugly. It's back. But uh, yeah, they're up and they're up and going. They've done their. Uh, it's terrible, man. It's it's like like even the kids like the kids are coming out of the store looking like depressed. <laughs> you think you know kids have go to the store. That? Buying costumes Have to you go seen out the picture of the uh, the fake Beetlejuice outfit? And instead of Beetlejuice, it says Juice Demon. And Juice it has, Demon. Like, it has like a, 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 the person wearing it looks like that mayor of Chicago. Lightfoot. Yeah, it looks like Lori Lightfoot. I saw that picture. That's pretty funny. The Juice Demon uh, costume. Yes, at the spirit store. That's a real thing. Juice Demon. That's a, that's a real, yes. The Juice Demon costume at the, the it's a real costume. Should say grape juice, demon. <laughs> grape drink. It would be grape drink, demon. Though. Purple drink. Purple drink. That's right. Grape drink. What is this juice? Never heard of juice. Anyways, I liked old Dave Chappelle. New Dave Chappelle sucks. Yeah, I don't like the replacement. No, this new replacement. His last, his last stand-up was literally. I hate transgenders, but everyone I've ever met is cool. And I don't really have a problem with the gays. It's white people I don't like. Like that's literally the whole the whole show. What the the most recent one where he they're trying to air quotes cancel him. Right. Because of his uh I guess it was anti trans stuff, but he was basically all he said was like, Yeah, I don't really care for trans people. You know, that's what it breaks down to. The TLDR is, or TLDL is, I don't like trans people, but, you know, all the ones I've ever met. Because of whites. Right, because of whites. It's terrible. Anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. Yeah, but. Controversial, uh, controversial, controversial, but it's white people's fault. Oh, no, the conundrum. Right. Should he be canceled, but he hates white people? Should he be canceled, but he hates white people? He Mm -hmm. won't get canceled. Because he hates, hates white, white people. people. Yep. It's the equivalent of the white person uh, doing the groveling thing. It was the same thing with his other two stand-up uh, specials that aired, like, what, four years prior to that on mm. Netflix? Mm-hmm. The first ones that yeah. he came out with? Yeah. All of his new ones have yeah. been very anti-white. Yeah, they've been very anti-white. Because it's not the same person. Yeah, especially, like, the first one, like, Comparing old Dave Chappelle to replacement one, it was such a massive difference. I I didn't believe it was the same guy. There's well, I mean, there's supposedly that video with his cousin, who she claims that she's his cousin, and says that's that's not her cousin. She doesn't recognize that person. That is not her cousin Dave. There are also well, and the, it, in one of the previous stand-ups he compared uh you know he made light of the of the whites opioid crisis right uh and and compared it to the crack epidemic and was like oh well yeah Yeah. 
I, I, that was the last one. Not this past one, but the one before that. That was the one before that. I right. saw that. Yeah. Um, no, I've been I've been fucked that guy for a long time. Yeah, since the, since he first came, quote, back. You know how I know it's not the same Dave Chappelle? He doesn't talk about his white buddy Chip. His white buddy Chip was anti-white. Like, the you know, old Dave Chappelle was anti-white, too. Don't get it. Don't get that wrong at all. The old Dave Chappelle was anti-white, but how he did it, it was funny. You know, he did the stereotypical white guy named Chip. It was like, hey, uh, you know, Dave, I'm going to, uh, you know, do a thing. And he had that white guy voice, right? That was his buddy Chip. You know, I didn't know. I, t- I told the cop I didn't know he couldn't race. Well, he- here's here's a uh, here's a shocker here. I never liked the Chappelle show. You never liked Chappelle show? I didn't care for it. Hmm. I didn't think it was that funny. I can see you. I can see you not liking that. I I didn't because I mean I, you like Tom Green. I've so. never liked I've never liked black comedians just getting away with making fun of white people and mm-hmm. you can't do the same in reverse. Mm-hmm. No, I I understand I understand completely, but yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, yeah, I grew up watching black comics. Like I I grew up watching um, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and Red Fox. My yeah, God. those guys were kind of funny though. As they, Ray, didn't, right. they didn't just make fun of white people. They no, made they fun did. of themselves and right. other black people. Well, Dave Chappelle made fun of everybody. You know, that was the Dave original Chappelle. one. Right. The original, that's what I'm saying. The original Dave Chappelle did make fun of everybody. And even though his chip character was a little bit anti-white because he was just, you know, he just did like the very stereotypical white guy. But he did the very, very stereotypical everything with everybody. Like he did the ashy crackhead thing. He did the the black white supremacist he did the nigger family remember the white nigger family <laughs> morning niggers yes <laughs> as niggers. i had one i had that as a, i had that as a fucking um as a ringtone for one of my friends when i was an apprentice like a few years back he'd, he'd message me <laughs> morning niggers <laughs> you're my favorite niggers that's right speaking of which what chat was it in it was one of ours that uh, somebody posted. It was in the morning, and it was a video of an old black dude in a chair, and her, his daughter or granddaughter was filming it. And she was like, "It was her her dad." And she's like, "Morning, dad. Say good morning to everybody." And the old man's all like, "Morning, niggas." Do you ever remember that? You guys remember that? I can't I think find I it. Not really. I can't find it, and I wanted to save it, and I needed to use it, and I can't find it. I hate that. It's like one of those things like on social media when you, you see something really cool and like five seconds later you go back to look for it and it's just gone. Facebook like the was, old days on Facebook when you're just like, oh, that's a cool post and then it auto-refreshes. Yeah, it auto-refreshes and that post is never to be seen again except six months later yep. when it's like it's like a memory. you know, It'll come back up as like a thing you may have missed. Like, oh, hey, I remember wanting that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks, Zuckerberg. Man, Facebook. That was a long time ago. I do miss the old the old Paranormies group. I do. Paranormies group was fun. I mean, you know, we we came out of we came out of the Facebook, you know, that's where a lot of us uh met each other was in the Facebook groups. A lot of us back in the day. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, 
All right, well, let's get on with it. It is October. It is Halloween month. It is a spooky month. Um, do you guys do any of that, that kind of Halloween stuff, the um, hay rides or the haunted houses or any of that kind of stuff? Uh, I'm considering going to Oktoberfest tomorrow in South Lake. Okay, Oktoberfest is like a German thing, right? It's not actually... Right. Well, yeah, but it happens around... Never mind. I, I understand. But I, I meant like Halloween. <laughs> happens in October. No shit. That's why it's called Oktoberfest. Like, I heard a thunk. <laughs> um, but like... Actual Halloween scary stuff like hay rides or that kind of stuff, or do you do, you do haunted houses? Do you and you ever take the kid to the haunted houses? Or yeah, he's he's too old for that shit now. But like oh. uh, back in the day, I tried to yes, okay. a few times. What about you, Jack? You doing that kind of stuff? I haven't since God high school yeah. years, but I I plan on uh going see the girlfriend and doing some spooky stuff nice yeah. yeah we used to do um in connecticut there used to be the haunted hayride and then the corn maze and stuff you take all the kids to and all the teenagers would do the haunted hayride it was pretty you know it was pretty scary back then back then you know that was back when uh that was back before um everybody turned into a completely ssri out emotionless bleh Whatever people are nowadays, <laughs> I don't know. I think the only time people, I think every, the only thing that's left for people is jump scares with like scary stuff now. That's not even Honestly, scary, yeah. You know, like even with horror movies, nothing's like really a good psychological scary movie anymore. Hasn't been for a very long time. Yeah, honestly, I remember when I was a kid, like horror movies, like I, I would have nightmares about it, be terrified for like a month. And then like now it's like, oh, you jump scared me a couple times. Yeah. Okay, now what? Yeah, that's about it. Like there's just or there's just gross stuff. You know, it's just jump scares and and, and gore. Gore. Yeah. Gore porn. Even like the haunted houses, like they're not scary, you know, they're just, I mean, they are, but they're like gory, scary, or they try to like, they try to do like the saw experience, you know, which is pretty much just gore porn anyway. Yeah. See what they got to do is just, you know, go into one of those abandoned insane asylums like the one I went into. Dude. Or Like yeah, that or was scary as shit. <laughs> An abandoned insane asylum is definitely something scary, but you know what? You know what? It's probably even scarier, dude. Me. What? In, what do you think, Dogbot? An abandoned amusement park. You guys are. I mean, um, I know there, there, I, there's a lot of them. I, but find, like, I find an abandoned amusement park to be just below abandoned mental asylum or sanatorium. As far as uh, spooky goes, just below, just below. I think they can be equal, if not uh, greater than each other, in different ways. I was gonna say, I think it's a different kind of flavor. I think what mm -hmm. really sets it apart is that it used to be a really happy place, and now it's just decrepit and just looks really wrong. Yes, it's decrepit, and it's it's like 
rundown and overgrown and there's animals and a lot of and, and nature is trying to reclaim a lot of it. There's graffiti. See, one of my one of my favorite things is nature reclaim malls. So, uh I that, kind of I kind of like the aesthetic of amusement parks that have been overrun by nature. Absolutely. I think it's um yeah, the the malls that have been retaken by nature, there's a uh, isn't there like a Twitter page or like a Reddit something there's like a, like a whole I would well, be surprised. I've seen a lot I of mean, these. I missed out on a really great coffee table book <laughs> at a bookstore that I went to once that was all uh photographs of nature reclaimed malls. Oh man. But it was like twenty something bucks and I, I just didn't I didn't have twenty something bucks with me that day, but it was a really great. It looked. It was a really great book. Yeah, I can imagine, dude. That sounds like it. Um, those are also spooky too, like the nature reclaimed malls. But, dude, like a, a, a reclaimed like an abandoned amusement park. So, like, you got to play. Yeah, a place that was like once the happy place right uh very you know you you go there and you have a good time you spend a bunch of money you go on the rides you eat too much garbage food you go on some more rides you know thrill seekers roller coasters the swings but now they're all i think i think the first one that I ever really like saw pictures of was the uh the pripyat one yeah that's, that's the one that's by chernobyl yeah yeah. Yeah. What what's it called? The Prepiat one? Yeah. That's where uh the Chernobyl incident happened. I don't think I have that pulled up for anything. Do we not have that in the prep? It's in the uh number eight for the uh top eight? ten haunted abandoned theme parks. Oh Pripyat, there it is. I'm looking right at it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, those bumper cars are like really funky looking to begin with. And just that like it's just left there, you know, nobody did anything with it. They just decided. You know. Yeah, I mean like Pripyat as a whole was just abandoned like overnight. Like mm -hmm. just everyone just uh pretty much left everything for the most part. Right, right. Well, yeah, this is, I mean, this isn't even an old one. This one's from 1986. So, it had a lot of more modern ish, you know, stuff in it. Um, some of these are old, though. Um, some of these, are like the Chippewa, Chippewa Lake Amusement Park. But, like, think about it, man. These are, like, these are, these are places where you want to go, like, on Halloween, you know. I'm like under a full moon going to explore in these places in, at night in the dark. Right. There are a lot of places in New Orleans that I would really like to go check out, especially the old school uh, graveyard, like above ground graveyards, etc. Oh, yeah. But I have a feeling that being in Six Flags, New Orleans after dark, and it might be a bad idea. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I, I've, I've, a, I've a feeling that, that you might, you might come across the wrong, the wrong crackheads there. Oh yeah. In well, New no, Orleans? you'll just be entering the cool zone. Yeah. Well, in, in New Orleans, you got, you know, a chance of running in like some, some voodoo crackheads. 
you know, a lot of these, I'm looking at this list, this list that we decided to pull up for the, uh, the haunted theme parks. Haunted abandoned theme parks. Um, none of them are really that old, you know? No. This one, uh, the, the Spree Park in Berlin, Germany. That's got that creepy dinosaur. That's got that creepy dinosaur that's got graffiti all over it. But that one, it opened in 1969, right? And then once Berlin, you know, once the, the wall came down in Berlin and Germany was reunified and whatever, um, everybody decided to start going, you know, communism went away and you could have fun again. So I guess people wanted to go ride the roller coaster. These are all old rides. So old school, like iconic ones like Ferris wheels and the merry-go-round, the carousel, dude, the old carousels, old carousels are cool. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, if you go to this, like this place after dark just looks like it was in the middle of a forest now. So you gotta, you gotta think that a lot of these are on like abandoned farms or out in the middle and fucking nowhere. Yeah. This is the Atlantis Marine Park that I don't I don't know. Like that That's just weird. It's not scary. It's just, yeah, it's just It's just weird. creepy. Yeah, that one well, that one closed because the stock market crashed. So, you know. I guess. Fake money went away and then dried up. Well, it dried up. Literally it was a water park. I get it. Ba-dooms. This was this was outside of a little town called uh, a little town outside of a little town called Two Rocks in Perth. So, I guess it was a little tiny little town. It didn't have it didn't have enough uh, tourism to support this. But I mean, Perth is Perth is pretty big as far as Australian cities are concerned, right? It's Isn't like, Perth the like fifth largest city in Australia? Yeah, but that's not saying much. I mean, it's like San Diego, I think. So, San Diego uh, is amazing. Well, San Diego is a great city, but yeah, it's not. I mean, hold on, let me see how big is Perth. How many people are in Perth? Perth is 2.1 million people. Well, that's a lot of people. That's greater Perth. It's the fourth most populous city. I was close. Yeah, you were. You you, you said fifth. You were very close. Anyway, um. Yeah, it's just creepy that giant, um, the giant Poseidon with the smile and the weird, creepy crown. Yeah, I mean, this is weird. It's a lot better. It's a lot better than sculptures from other, you know, other yeah. indigenous cultures. Right, right. Um, yeah, Six Flags New Orleans, dude. Six Flags New Orleans. I mean, come on, man. Like SpongeBob After Dark. Yeah, it's oh. pretty. It's pretty spooky looking. Yeah, it's this one. The Six Flags New Orleans is something that's straight out of a zombie, like post-apocalypse, you know, uh, film or something. It's got that. I mean, it might just be the picture, but like everything in there looks like it's got you know, it's got that post-apocalyptic um paint job that everything seems to have in all those all those shows and movies and whatever 
Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a blue filter going oh, on yeah. there. Yeah, the gray filter in the back and whatever. But yeah, you've definitely got the you've definitely got. But like, look at you know, like look at the, the walls. It's definitely got like like the the beat up. It, it's not that old. Okay, it closed down in two thousand five. Right. right. The rust is very much played up due to the uh, the sea, you know, the sea winds and stuff like that. Sure. The, the so rated, is that rated, why is that why Hurricane Katrina? Is that why Harp did Hurricane Katrina so yes. they could make was, like some zombie movies? Harp did Hurricane Katrina so that Six Flags could cash in on insurance money. That's the hot take. And also, Kanye Whoa. Kanye stated this on national television is because George Bush hates black people. Yes. George Bush does not care about black people. Nope. Yep, that's what he said. I mean, he doesn't care about any people. This is true. Other than Michelle Obama so, like, and apparently like, whatever yeah, candy he has in his pocket. Yeah. Why he why why Kanye felt the need to narrow that down is beyond me. Right, right. Um He really cares about the souls that he captured with each of the paintings of those veterans. What kind of what kind of wild spell do you think he did to capture the souls of each of those veterans that he did portraits of? Well, I was not expecting to to have to talk about George W. Bush's um, you know, creepy paintings. Creepy have you paintings. seen those paintings? Yeah, They're right. so fucking creepy. Yeah, we could probably do an entire episode on 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 the Bushes and their weird hobbies. I kind of forgot he did that. Yeah. Uh, wait, was it the, that the veterans had died or that they were veterans that he had met? I have and no, gone I on bike honestly, rides. I don't, remember, I don't remember. I want to say it's the latter, but I'm not 100%. Hmm. Will you look that up, Jack? I will. So, creepy, uh, other creepy amusement parks, there's this Williams Grove amusement park in Pennsylvania it operated from 1850 to 2005 so it operated through um through the golden age the golden era golden age of amusement parks which we will talk about a little bit later um so it's definitely possible that it had some of the um and original fun rides that dude back in the 1800s in the late 1800s there was just so much time for leisure that they just you know built amusement park after amusement park after amusement park the uh the the first technological revolution um you know it it enabled people to have so much leisure time right is that, isn't that what it did or did it create more less leisure time? Wait, I, th I thought they were trying to like make laws so that children can't work because they, there was just so much work to be done. But there was so much time for leisure that they had to build all these amusement parks. Right, uh, because of the Industrial Revolution, right? Because of the Industrial it and the Technological Revolution, yes. Yeah, that's made... funny. Hmm. I have that something one book. doesn't add up. I have that. I have this one book about uh, industry in the seventies, uh -huh. and they were making it seem like in the book that automation was going to reduce the work week down to thirty hours, and everybody was going to have more leisure because of it. 
It's weird that that didn't happen. Well, they all. must have they must have thought it was going to happen. So in preparation for that happening, they built um, around the United States and Canada. They built well over two thousand um, amusement parks. Isn't that weird? Huh. Two thousand from like eighteen hundred. But anyways, yeah, that's a, that's like that's an aside. But um, the population was less than a hundred million people in the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is right after country, this was right? right after the Civil War. It was after the Civil War, and and people people were really needed. They needed that lift, you know. The country was industrializing. Uh, the South was reconstructing. There was construction going on everywhere. I mean, the construction boom in the late eighteen hundreds. I mean, we are skipping ahead, but I mean, it was ridiculous. And the advancements in technology, I mean, you went from literally nothing to electric-powered sidewalks and towers that had thousands of electric lights when electricity had just been in, like, public electricity had just been invented, like, a year before or two years before. But I don't know how that happened. But you know, Yeah, hey, and that's then what happened. you just have amusement parks that are just lit the fuck up. And electric parks they were literally called electric parks yep because they were owned by the electric companies who were operating the power grid that somehow existed but hadn't been invented yet am i getting any of that wrong with the grid i don't know like i should know this being the electrician but like pretty sure they didn't have like a nationwide grid where they could do that kind of power even localized grids where they had the kind of power that would power the amount of lights as we know it you know as we know power that would power the amount of lights to power say luna park in on coney island just one of the eight parks on coney island you know that was the the nighttime park, and it had over well over a million lights. Somehow, I mean, it was in New York, so they had power, I suppose. But what about like the electric park in like you know uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin? You know, where, where <laughs> like a literally what? who place <laughs> in a literally who state? Right, like uh. Cleveland, you know, back when that when that was you know, the White City Park um, that was built, you know, in 1900. You know, I mean, it's the White City, which was obviously named after the. You know, we're skipping ahead. Let's talk about some more um, scary amusement park stuff. What about Bulbo Island? Bulbo you guys hear about that one? Island Bulbo I- Boblo. You said it wrong. Boblo. 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 The B becomes before the L. Boblo. B-O-B-L-O. Boblo Island. Boblo. Boblo. Boblo Island Amusement Park. On Boyblanc Island. B-O-I-S-B-L-A-N-C. Boyblanc. See, I can say, I can say, uh, you know, surrender monkey language stuff, but I don't say... Taco Beaner language stuff. So, well, our our part Mexican co-host isn't here to defend himself, dude. Against your attacks. Wow, 
Reinhardt Mexican now? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Shots Doing fired. Reinhardt dirty like that. I know. Man's up there trying to trying to teach an otter, otter how to walk like an ape. You're Sneak onto well. a cargo ship, steal bananas. Right. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. You have no idea. More work I'm, than a Mexican will do. Well, I mean, I mean, we're gonna let I, we're gonna let lot. Iberians we're gonna let Iberians in when we win. So you know. right, right, right. So that's that's the difference. That Iberians aren't Mexican. Oh, they aren't. No, but they, they speak well, Spanish. Iberians speak actual Spanish. Mexicans speak Mexican. Oh, it's yeah. like saying that blacks speak English. Ah, that is a good one, Jack. That is a good one. <laughs> so back to Bulbalo Island. But, did, but when the Iberians decided to colonize, didn't they decide to also fuck the help? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, are we are we gonna do all this like? You know, it's not you know no, you I'm guys colonizing. Just wondering. You guys colonizing Pakistan and India didn't do you any favors. Uh, I, you know, Anglos didn't fuck the help in Pakistan. So, no, just in India. It, oh, I was gonna say they yeah they just fucked the West. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody fucks the help in Pakistan. Sun never said on the British Empire. Just saying. Well, that's because, yeah, that's because the sun does that thing where it doesn't actually set. Got him. Yep. Hmm. Boblo Island Amusement Park had its own space needle. But um, apparently it's haunted. So that's fun. I don't know. There's, so there's now, not... you hear, now you hear the screams of haunted ghosts at night. But what does that mean? People died at the amusement park, or just that ghosts decided they wanted to live at the rundown amusement park? I don't know. I don't know. But the one in Japan, because of course Japan has to be the weirdest, right? But uh, Gulliver's Kingdom amusement park has a hundred and forty-seven foot long statue of Lemuel Gulliver, the main character from Gulliver's Travels. Uh, this one is. Located in the shadow of Mount Fiji. So this is basically um, a very specific theme park. It draws from the 18th century story of Gulliver's Travels. So Lemuel Gulliver, the 147 foot tall statue, is tied to the ground. And it's like part of the exhibit. Um, It closed after four years due to poor ticket sales. And a lot of people think that's because it's right next to the Aokigara forest japan's infamous suicide forest you guys have heard of this right yes uh what was his name logan paul was the one that got pretty much uh what would he get canceled for laughing at dead uh, some finding some dead body there or some shit like that talk about what happened with that oh well according to my son from what like five years ago Apparently, some internet guy who people find really annoying named Logan Paul was in a place called Japan, and he was in a forest where people 
commit suicide and he found somebody who is hanging from a tree and I think he did a little dance and made a bunch of crude jokes about the dead Japanese person hanging from the tree and he was summarily kicked out of the country for doing so and it was a big deal to zoomers whenever this occurred this was a this was a uh, sort of like a where were you when JFK was shot moment except where were you when Logan Paul was kicked out of Japan for making fun of a guy that committed suicide in a forest all right yeah that was but but this forest has been you know popular with suiciders for a lot longer than Logan Paul has been a thing um, I guess it's the second most popular suicide destination in the world. The number one, of course, being uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. But, dude, the Okigahara Forest. Okigahara. I said it they say it's something about the magnetism. Uh, it creates depression, like extreme depression. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and supposedly, like, you know, it's got spirits lurking there and there's... Well, you said with the magnetism, is it because of um, because of that like compasses don't behave properly, which would freak people right. out? Right. There's yeah. so, there's something about waves that we cannot see, and that that uh, happened to hit that forest that do this to people. Yeah, something to do with frequency. But the thing is, is people who have decided they don't want to go on living have already committed themselves to this egregious act before going to the forest. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you don't just go camping by yourself in the forest where everybody kills themselves. And then you decide to, once you're there, you've pretty much decided upon it before you go camping by yourself in the forest where everybody kills themselves, right? Premeditated suicide. Well, I mean, if you're traveling, yeah, I mean, all suicide is premeditated. Um, but if you're traveling to Japan to kill yourself, it's like a thousand percent premeditated, Jack. <laughs> well, I just want to make it clear that my life is really good and I love everybody in my life and I'm very happy right now. And so if, you know, I would never, ever, ever, ever do that. I think that goes for all of us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that everybody on this show, none of us would ever commit suicide or allow themselves to be intubated. Speaking of committing suicide, um, I wouldn't necessarily call this suicide, but allowing himself to be intubated. Rob Skiba passed away. I mean that's on par with suicide, but yeah. not really. I know I know Reinhardt's gonna want to talk about this when he comes back on Tuesday. Um but yeah, Rob Skiba, uh, big time researcher, flat earth, biblical cosmology. Um also the owner of what's his website? I can't remember off the top of my head. I should have pulled this up. Anybody remember what Skiba's thing is? I know that 
the faggot from Faking Space has been having a go at Rob Skiba being a uh, a shill and all the robschannel.com no it's not robschannel.com that's really unfortunate i spent the afternoon listening to some skiba lectures on a couple different items mm -hmm. and uh, i found i find ron to be rob yeah. bob rob robert uh, i'm sorry testing the globe yeah testing the globe that's his website thank you jack I meant Rob. I'm yes, sorry. I know. That's fine. Uh, I find him to be engaging, and he was a very eloquent speaker, and he was able to present ideas very clearly and coherently. Mm hmm. Yep. He's, I don't. His I don't presentation. Oh, his presentation on Nimrod on the uh, Conspiracy Hole channel that was posted yesterday was. Really, really good. Yes. Yes. But he's an obvious shill, though. Uh, Rob Skiba, ex-Army helicopter pilot, award-winning filmmaker, wrote several bestsellers. Radio stations generated hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations. Oh, that must be... Yeah. If he generates money in donations, you know, then therefore he's a shill. He was on Truth Frequency Radio. I'm um, pretty sure that uh, Tony Patch... And he worked on stuff a lot together. Um, he'll be missed. He'll be missed. He died of COVID, supposedly, or he died of getting into it. Wait, to wait, you didn't just say Tony Patch too, right? No, 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 no. He used to do stuff with Tony Patch is what I said. Okay, all right. I mean, they're probably, you know, they're probably going to um, go after all of the old Vanguard, you know, but yeah, they started Rob Skiba. Who else was, uh, oh, Reinhardt was the guy from a uh, true news, right? And Steve Quayle, Dr. Steve Quayle. Yeah. Steve Quayle. And, um, oh shoot. Who's the guy from true news? I can see him. Rick Wiles. Yeah. Rick Wiles from true news. Yeah. They, they're all, Going after him, they went after that. Uh, well, they, they what well, didn't the preacher, the COVID nineteen guy? I rebuke you, COVID nineteen. That guy, remember him? I can't remember his name. Oh, the, we use it as a break song. Yeah, like right when this started. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy didn't he die? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Who cares? Know. He died of COVID. First of all, he's uh, one of those fake preacher th things, anyways. Okay, back to the... Uh, All he's good for was that one meme. Yeah, back to... back to. Okay, sorry, yeah, sorry about interrupting the content with the F for... Uh, F's in the chat for Rob Skiba. So, this forest, this suicide forest, which is right next to the Gulliver's Travels amusement park in Japan is very freaky and scary. All right, that's enough about that. Let's go back to the... Amusement parks. The number one scariest, according to this list, River County Water Park in Orlando in 1976. It was River Country was Walt Disney's first water park. Closed in 2001. It's been abandoned ever since. All the rides. Oh, boy. Wait, hold on a second. It was redeveloped. This was in 20... Okay. 
So it was redeveloped. This was redeveloped. River County Country Water Park was redeveloped and was supposed to be complete by 2020. I wonder what they turned it into. Theoretically. Well, right. It's 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 Disney, so it probably won't be open until like 2022, 23. Um, I have to look that up. What did they turn? Yeah. What did they, Jack, look that up. What did they turn River Country Water Park into? What did Disney turn it into? But apparently it was it was super sketchy and scary and I mean, yeah, it was, looked like I don't know. It's the Everglades. It's like it's Florida. It's a, it's a swamp. None of these things, I don't think these things are really that scary. I think the I think being around the rides at night in the dark would be what's scary. What do you think, Dogbot? Man, when you look at this picture, picture which I, we're going to have to post, we will post the pictures because I know it's a audio podcast and we do do some video uh, or we describe some photographs. We will post the photographs. Right. I wouldn't want us to get any faggoty butthurt emails about it, but no, uh, it's basically no. a picture of a giant uh, who has been brought to the ground with ropes like Gulliver's Travels. Except, I would say that a even a a, a, maybe a six foot tall human being is about that. That's that's about as big as the nose on this Gulliver. Yeah, it's a hundred. Well, it's a hundred and forty-seven feet long. The this the statue. Yeah, it is. It is gigantic. Yeah, and it and when it was brand new, it must have been a very it must have been a very odd thing to start to walk up on because you'd be able to see it from quite a distance. You'd be able to see a fairly large man taken down. Yeah, but ropes. again, it's Japan, so everything they do is kind of weird. Like we were talking with Skull last time he was on. Everything in Japan, if it doesn't have you know, the little bamboo things, it's got a little pink puffy cartoon guy on it. With Mount Fuji in the background, it is such an odd juxtaposition of imagery here. Now, people have gone and spray-painted graffiti on it because, of course, but I'm trying to imagine it when it was new, and it would have had to be a very strange thing to go to. I don't know if it's the sort of thing you want to take children to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's an amusement park for kids. Yeah, and it's close proximity to where you'd want to go kill yourself while camping. Exactly, if like you were so literally inclined. right next door, right next door. Yeah. Did you ever read Gulliver's Travels? Long time ago, yeah, I did. Yeah. I've never read it. I've, I've never even heard of it until now. Gulliver's Travels. No it's way. Like the, what, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like the original. Yeah, the Gulliver and the little. He went to the land of the Lilliputians, and the Lilliputians were the little tiny people. And they. I blame Obama for yeah. for him not knowing what Gulliver's Travels are. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Son of a bitch, bastard. Damn Indonesian. Yeah. Man, all right. So there's really not much. Like, I mean, there's a there's another scary. The West Virginia, that one that you posted, that abandoned West Virginia amusement park, the Lake Shawnee amusement park. Um, 
Now it's a playground for ghosts. Oh, I think that was in that one. Yeah. It was abandoned after a couple of, of accidental deaths. They just abandoned it. Like, that's the other thing I don't understand. These, these amusement parks are just abandoned. They just, you know, after all this time, this, this land, whoever owns the land, they just abandon the shit. They uh, just don't just do leaving. anything with it. Right. Nobody does anything with it. They just leave it there. Typical American style. Just fuck it. Leave it. <laughs> I mean. First, wa first water park. Right. Very first water park that Disney ever had. Just leave it. Abandon it out there in the swamp. What are you doing in my swamp? Yeah, I tried to find something on that with the whole uh, reconstruction, whatever. Nah, couldn't find nothing. Oh, I don't know when this I don't know when this article was printed, but it says that the uh, the new nature themed resort will be complete by 2020. How well do you think that went? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I don't I don't know what it was, so yeah. Well, that's the thing. I tried to find it, and I found nothing. Hmm. So apparently, it didn't go so well. I don't know. It looks like the final episode of True Detective Season 1. What was it called? What country? River what? River Country Water Park. River Country Water Park. Huh. In 1976, that's when a lot of other kinds of amusement parks were opening up around suburbs of places in the continent-wide strip mall. Hello? I'm looking. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. Okay, so demolition begins in 2019. It is... Okay, so it's part of Discovery Island, I guess. Okay. What? No, that's 2010. 2019. Demolition begins at former River Country Water Park. Okay, let's see what this says. Here we go. I found something, Jack. <laughs> well, that's great. Oh, they're turning it into a hotel. Okay. There we go. Never mind. It's a hotel. Wow. Yep. Just what we need. Yep. Just what Disney needs, another hotel. There you go. So this West Virginia amusement park, it was abandoned because people died there. Yeah. That was a story I uh, I thought would be great for Spooktober. Well, how did they die at the... How did they? How did they die at the amusement park? That was the guy. Okay, one boy, one boy drowned. A little girl in a ruffled pink dress met her end after climbing into the circling swing set. She was killed after a truck backed into the path of the swing. How did this? What? Yeah, I don't understand that. According to Visit West Virginia, the park's rides were responsible for a total of six deaths. The park eventually shut down. They didn't shut down because of the deaths. They just were like, well. No, no. We, we had people die in Six Flags Over Texas. They're not shutting that sucker down. Yeah, no, that's revenue. Revenue. 
Um, I mean, the Disney episode y'all did in what was that season four? Two. Two was it two? Yeah, I was yeah, still I in think Berkeley. It was season two. I was still in I Berkeley. Thought, what was I thinking four? Yeah. Either know. way, like shitload of people died. Didn't matter. Yeah, there was a bunch of people died. We 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 went over a bunch of those things where people died in in, um, in different rides. Some people had their heads cut off on the roller coasters and stuff. It's really crazy. You had a fat Mexican woman fall out of a roller coaster in Six Flags over Texas. That that was a big that was a big kerfluffle. Apparently the uh, the bar didn't lock down. I the, wonder the why. I wonder why. Because yeah. she could have been too fat. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, guess what, guys? We are way over. Eh, we're ten minutes over into the break. Uh, it is time for us to take a break. We'll be back after this. Okay. This is Banshee from Dance with Dance the Dead. With now you went to dead. go see, yeah, Dance with the Dead. You went to go see them. You said, and they were really good, right? I strongly recommend anybody that just wants to go to a good show and hear some really fun music uh, to go see Dance with the Dead if they do come through town. They they put on a really good they have a really good stage show. They they have like a a screen that shows like uh, horror comic sort of images that sort of, that sort of move around and stuff like that. And they they have a really uh, they have a real upbeat lively. Uh, vibe to them cool all right this is banshee and we'll be back
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Dogbot and Jack. We're going to the amusement park. That is what we're doing, right, guys? Amusement parks? Amusement parks? I can't say that word. Amusement parks. Um, yeah, we ended up with we ended up with content. How about that? It's been pretty amusing. Yes. Yes. I haven't exactly knocked it out of the park yet. Well, we amusing. we've at least amused ourselves up to this very point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is true. And at the end of the day, that's all I care about is that I got to laugh out of my jokes. So let's move on with. Did you know that there's a roller coaster on Coney Island and killed seven people? And this thing was inspired by Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. That's pretty crazy. Okay, so this is called the Rough Riders. It's a right. Spanish. This Im- is not. Yeah. This is not what? Oh, I, I was going to say this. This isn't in San Francisco. This is at Coney Island. Right. Mm. Oh, God, dude. Mm. Dogbot. Stop. Like, just, all right. Well, I, I didn't want to say I didn't want to say the Oakland district of Dallas because people w- won't know what that is. But no, like, yeah, yeah, like. Anyway, so this is the <laughs> Rough Riders was a Spanish American war Spanish American war themed roller coaster. Interesting Spanish American war themed roller coaster. So I guess it had I don't know, a bunch of Mexicos and gringos on either side. I don't know what it would have for. I know like themed roller coasters tend to have like scenes or depictions of whatever theme that you roll past. You know, if it's a mining car thing, you go through a mine, you know, if it's the seven dwarfs, roller coaster at Disney you go past a bunch of seven dwarfs and stuff. But what 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 how did they depict the Spanish that's and what that's what I'm and, wondering and the uh the news propaganda at the time. Like that's, you, you know yeah, how as I was wondering how did you depict all the all the, the William Randolph Hearst propaganda? Right. Uh, like like you know? would they be like really swarthy with loose fitting uniforms? Right. And uh with like um a big the big uh, three by five card that says press hanging out of their uh, feathered cap. I don't know. I have no idea. Or, or like really wearing a big sombrero and a poncho leaning up against a tree. And also uh, sleeping. Right. But also carrying a gun because Mexican army. Oh, I, I got them confused again. Yeah. No, the gringos. Did you know what the term gringo comes from? Do you know where it comes from? Uh, no, I don't. This is what I heard. I don't know if it's true. But um, when the Mexicans saw the American soldiers, the American soldiers wore the green ar- um, army uniforms, the green outfits, right? Remember the green army men from World War II army men? They were always green. Well, I guess the green uniforms, uh, and it was... 
supposedly it was a green go, like go home, green go. But no, that's what it's ridiculous. I, was told. I know. Gringo. I don't know. Would you come up with a better one then? I don't. Know. I was told when I was in like fourth grade, and it, that's the only explanation I've ever heard for it. Okay. So until somebody comes up with a better one, that's the only one I got. Well, Spanish for green is verde. Right. That's why I was like, it's not verde. Go. But like verde on delays. Well, on delay is faster. Oh. On delay is not go. I do know a little Spanish, all right? And I do know how to pronounce Oaxaca, people, so... I looked it up. Apparently, Johnny, it, you're right. It does mean green go home, or mm. that that's like the history of it. Green go. Okay, cool. I was right, Dogbot. I was right. During the Mexican-American War from go. 1846 to 1848. So it wasn't the Spanish-American War. It was the Mexican-American War. Okay. And, and before Dogbot says, oh, sorry, I got that confused again. It's the same war, isn't it? Probably, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? So, anyways, in the turn of the 19th century, Coney Island, being the largest amusement park air amusement area, amusement park amusement area, because there was like six or eight parks there on Coney Island. There was the Luna Park. There was the um, Dreamland. Dreamland. Yep, there was Dreamland. There was whatever uh, the where this was was on. It doesn't say. This had the flip flap railway, flip flap, which is the world's first looping roller coaster, infamous for knocking people out, and many paid to be spectators instead of riders. Hmm. You gotta say it like the old timey people, though. Come on down and get on the flip flap railway. Get knocked out. I mean, I, I guess you, you could do it that way, or you don't have to. But yeah, I don't. I don't do a good. I don't do. I don't do a nineteen. I don't do a nineteen twenties carnival barker voice. Sorry. All aboard the flip flap railway. I mean, yeah, you 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 got that one down pretty good. You can you can do it for us. So I guess to like the South Park Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah, it is. It kind it kind of is, buddy. Buddy. Yeah. I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your guy, I'm not your guy friend. I'm not your friend, pal. <laughs> so this this roller coaster, uh, this roller coaster debuted in 1907. So a few years before that, the Rough Riders were led by Teddy Roosevelt into the Spanish-American War in the first U.S. Volunteer Cavalry. That's what the Rough Riders Uh is that where he screwed up and forgot to annex Cuba? No, that was later on when he was president. Um, yeah. So God, what a missed opportunity that was. Right. So the, the, the whole point of this ride was that the, the operators dressed in military uniforms and cars passed by scenes depicting the war before ascending the hill. There you go. Um, this was the first roller coaster that ran on an electric third rail in 1907. Mm. Electricity was so 
just everybody had electricity. It was there was there was so much electricity. It was so commonplace. Electricity was so commonplace that they were they were making amusement park rides with it just a few years after like power grids were even invented. When was the first power grid? Let me see. When was the first? I want to look that up. Yeah. They had a conductor assigned to each train to control how fast the cars moved over inclines and around curves. Yeah. They gave, they gave that responsibility to another person <laughs> instead of it just being automated. Right. So check this out. Check this out. Okay. So your power grid history, your first power grids are built in Manhattan and New Jersey in 1882. And they're direct current. Right. And all the AC stuff, the Westinghouse, Tesla versus Edison, um, that happened uh, right after they killed, uh, what's her face? The the elephant. Was it Luna? No, not Luna. Uh, Luna the elephant. What was the name of the elephant they killed? It was... Well, let's finish the... I have that. I put that Put what? that in the prep too. But You put what in the prep? No, I know. I'm just The saying. elephant. Right, I know because electricity, electricity. Right, well, that's that's electricity. We're talking about electricity. Um, what what year was it that they electrocuted the elephant? That's all I want to know right now. Nineteen oh three. Okay, nineteen oh three. So they electrocuted the elephant in nineteen oh three, and in nineteen oh seven, you have you have um, an electric roller coaster. Four years later, you have an electric roller coaster. Crazy. Well, it's just the same. It's just the same technology that they used to transport people around, and they thought, well, we can use this technology to amuse people with. Sure. So that's amazing. Just a couple of years. How the hell did a guy throw a lit cigarette into her mouth? Yeah, we'll get to that in a second, dude. We'll get to that in a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So. Coney Island in general. I mean, you have the steeplechase park, which opened in. Oh no, that's when it burned down. It burned down in 1907. When did it open? See, these parks opened. 1897. Like a lot of these parks, oh, but these are all grand. Okay, so the, all these theme parks, theme parks, amusement parks from Coney Island are all from this um, golden era of amusement parks, which was the late 1800s to the early 1920s. When, you know what happened in the 1920s, right? Uh, chicks started dressing skanky. Well, lots and lots and lots of fires happened. Like, you know, from 1907 oh. to about 1920, all these 2,000 amusement parks, like hundreds and hundreds of them had fire, massive fires. Decade yes. was lit. Yeah, dude. The decade of 1910 to 1920 was literally lit. Literally lit. Um. So... so these conductors on these yeah, yeah on the roller on the Rough Riders roller the Rough coasters? Riders roller coaster that's where we were right 
<laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I was uh, trying to look for the article, and I'm like, what? And I, and I kept I looking other interesting stuff. So go ahead. Yeah, the conductors. So they had no way to they had no way to regulate how fast they went. So the conductors often pushed the rides to the limits. Like they went straight into the danger zone. And instead of slowing down on drops and sharp turns, they often went ahead full speed. Right. And the so, problem with like, that, the problem go with hard that, go home. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, one, one time the coaster turned too quickly and 16 riders were flung for them for their seats and four of them, four of them died. That's what I'm but saying. That, they didn't. They, they didn't shut the ride down. No, they didn't. That's. Hang on. Hang on, Dogbot. Hang on, dude. You're like. You're. Stop. Slow down. You're just like plowing through the article when there's like commentary to be had. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you know about these. Uh, these these roller coasters. This is like the first electric roller coaster. But the first roller coaster was invented in. Uh, when was that, Jack? Pull that up. Uh, I believe it was in Ohio. I yeah, but when, 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 when? The history of the roller coaster. The first roller coaster. Eighteen. All right, seventeen eighty-four. In St. Yeah, Petersburg, the Gardens of Orenbaum. So now I'm seeing 1817. On. Two coasters were built in France called Les Montagues. Yeah, oh wow! When the Arcadia Hotel opened up in 1887, it was connected to the town across the old railway by the antique Thompson Switchback Gravity. Railway, California, 1887. So this was in... Uh, that's crazy, man. Yeah. This is a big Tartarian building with his huge octagonal... Like the bandstands that they have at all these old old things, but it's on the roof of the building and it's connected to the town with a roller coaster. That's crazy. Um, speaking of Tartaria and Tartarian... Uh, stuff these amusement parks right this golden era of amusement parks which ended with a bunch of fires much like a lot of the cities in the united states at the time you know all these beautiful cities that were destroyed by fire in the 1910s and 1920s um we're looking at these parks and looking at pictures of them you know and again these are These are things built by horse and buggy people. <laughs> you know? Look at this. June 16th, 18... Literally according to them. Right. 1884. There's a roller coaster that is like a quarter of a mile long. And this is 1884. They built this thing. It's all wood. It's all wood. With the rail car and all that stuff. Like, that's not wood. You know, all the rails, they had, to, you know, they had to bend all the tracks, right? I mean, this is 1884. These things don't look like they were built by people that just, I mean, you know, this is, of course, you know, this is 
during the Industrial Revolution, 1884, when was the Industrial Re Revolution actually started, Dogbot? When was the first year, supposedly? Uh, eight, 1878. 1878. Okay, so this is just a few years after the start of the Industrial Revolution. You now have these... I, I mean, I... I hate to I hate to say it, but it sort of depends on whether you're talking about the official narrative according to the UK or the United States. The United oh, States right. was supposedly about fifteen to eighteen years behind. The okay, United so we're talking the United States here, Dama. So, so we're talking like eighteen ninety five then. Uh, I, I still I still think in the United States it started around eighteen seventy eight, but I think it started sooner in the United Kingdom. Is the official narrative. Oh, okay. So 1878. All right. That's fine then. Okay. So just a few years later, just a few short years later, you have all these crazy, crazy uh, works of engineering. The cyclone, you know, is this corkscrew, first corkscrew roller coaster. Um, these works of engineering are ridiculous for that time period. I'm sorry. These are, again, bootstraps, guys, bootstraps. Well, again, uh, probably the most glaring example would be the Ferris wheels. Oh, absolutely. The, 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 yeah. Ferris, wheels, the Ferris wheels were so large that each, each of the little carriages, you know, I, I, I think most people's idea of a Ferris wheel mm -hmm is maybe a like from the movies like a two to maybe four person tops little uh little bucket you know that goes yes. that goes around uh these were the these were so large and massive you could basically put a trailer park trailer home where each of those buckets are some of them were large yeah some of them were large enough to be houses It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. It's just, uh, you know, my white achievement. That's all it was. Right. My white achievement. Um, and the Ferris wheels and all these theme parks, they have all basically the same layout. You have the Ferris wheel. You have the Chutes ride. The Chutes ride is basically like a log flume into a... Um, into a rectangular body of water known as a lagoon. And you have, at the other end of the lagoon, you have the tall electric tower, which is kind of obelisk-shaped. And then on one side or the other, you have the Ferris wheel. And then on the side opposite from the Ferris wheel, you'll have your bandstand, your octagonal bandstand. And um, what was the other thing that would be near the bandstand? I can't remember what it was. I have to look at the pictures. Anyways, you have all these parks in all these different states and different countries that are owned by different people. You have one in like one in like Rhode Island and one in Toronto and one in Ontario. Excuse me, one in Montreal and and one in Ontario. And the parks are literally carbon copies of each other. All three parks are built in a different time period, uh, different year, excuse me, um, built by three different, <clears throat> three different architects, built, uh, owned by three separate people, yet they are literally 
carbon copies of each other. This happens more often than not, and you're looking at these 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 um amusement parks. Apparently, the people again, the people in the late 1800s and the early 1900s had so much free time due to the industrial revolution revolutionizing everything that they had so much free time that they would just go to all these amusement parks all the time you gotta remember these amusement parks that's tourism you know and that's jobs right because people work there don't they yeah i mean like automation like you should have more free time i mean we have so much automation now that we like we pretty much don't even have to work to oh wait wait so I have a question. Sure. When you look at the when you look at the old picture of Luna Park, Heart of Coney Island uh-huh. picture that we have, and I know that people listening can't see it, but they will be able to see it in the file that is connected to paranormies.com. If you just go to paranormies.com, you can not only leave comments, but you can also see some of the pictures associated with the content episodes that we are discussing. Absolutely. There's you know what, real quick, hang on, Dogbot, real quick before I forget. Uh, not only can you leave comments on paranormies.com, but that, that reminded me, um, we were chastised a little bit for not interacting, for, for shilling the fact that they can leave comments, but we don't really interact with the comments. So we are going to make a greater effort to reply to your comments that you leave on paranormies.com. All right, oh, for me, that would, re- that would mean just any effort whatsoever to reply to the p- comments on the, on yeah. The comments yeah. It'd be nice if you actually read the comments and replied to them that you I've feel. read, I've read a few. <laughs> what I have <laughs> to be fair. We get a lot of the comments just on telegram. Yeah. Right. No, we do get a lot of comments on Telegram that we do reply to in the different chats that we're in. But on, we did an entire episode responding to emails and comments, Johnny. Okay. So it's not like I I have ignored them entirely. Right. You did add the caveat word at the end. It's not very, entirely. Right. Slightly. Very well. Very well placed adverb. Right. Uh, so back to the map. Uh, the 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 Coney Island 1905 to six map. Mm-hmm. Does that look about as much space as you would give, perhaps, a modern amusement park, or does that look much larger? Where where's this map? Which which where are we looking? One of the pictures Reinhardt dropped at the beginning of the prep for this particular um, episode. It's a black and white map with a lot of uh, white. Uh, white words. Oh, yeah, the black and white map. Yeah, that's so. That's not just well. That's Coney Island in general. That's not just Luna Park. So Luna Park is in the center. It says no, Luna Park, I, heart of Coney Island. Center. Coney Island yeah. is basically, um, it's basically amusement park land. You had Steeplechase Park. You had Dreamland. You had Brighton Beach Racecourse. You had Brighton Beach, and you had Luna Park. And you had others. Uh, that so in the, not on in the upper right-hand corner, you have like housing because it says like public school and uh, hospital. Yeah. You know, and then and, yeah. and it, what looks like it looks like in the upper left-hand side, you also have housing. So you have people who lived right by these attractions. But if you look at the sections that are supposed to be the amusement parks and the attractions. Would you say that that's as large or larger than your average 
modern day amusement park. Yeah, it's much larger because it's several amusement parks is what I'm saying. It is. It's like Luna Park. Luna Park was open at night, you know, and Steeplechase Park was open both. And that was like the whole point of these things. There was there were different parks. Like, look at the size. This is huge. This is like, look at the size of Brighton Beach Racecourse. That is a racetrack for I don't know if it was, at the time it was for cars or for horses. Um, That's called the Hall State Races. Horse and buggy races. It was horse and buggy races, yeah. And so, so the horse, steeplecha- well, horse versus farmers. Well, no, the horse then you versus ha- farmers race there. Right. <laughs> then you have Steeplechase Park where you had the Steeplechase going on, which was your um, was that dog races and horse racing and that kind of stuff. I don't know. Do you, can you see the little the little item that says Holy Land? I wonder what that's all about. Oh, Holy Land. Now, Holy Land was the Bible-themed land. There was yes, there was Holy Land, which was a Bible-themed land at um at Coney Island. Is that sacrilegious to make a Bible-themed amusement park? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Ken Ham has his Bible-themed uh, museum slash. Uh, in uh, infotorium or whatever you want to call it. Oh, did he do the giant Noah's Ark in uh, Tennessee? Yeah, or he's wherever? the Noah's Ark guy. Yeah, he's the Noah's Ark. He's the answers in Genesis, young Earth creationist. Yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, one Edward race, Henry one blood. In his book, Sphere of Influence, does not speak very kindly about him because of his heliocentrism. Right, and he also, the people on uh, Answers at Genesis, AnswersInGenesis.org, or whatever it's called, do not speak highly of Edward Hendry because he says you cannot be saved if you believe in heliocentricity. Hmm. Kind of want to be like, well, that's... That's fair. Considering heliocentrism is just Kabbalistic, so yeah, I mean, right. Consider but right, like duped. Right. Cons- considering that heliocentricity is a Kabbalistic lie, um, whether you believe, you know, whether you believe it or not, I mean, again, like everything else, like science just keeps e- either science keeps proving the Kabbalah correct or science is based on the Kabbalah. Well, it is, according to Sir Isaac Newton's own journals. Oh, that's right. That's right. They, I forgot about that. Yeah, he, they tell them themselves. Which is, why, uh, which is why an Israeli Jew's been buying up all the different Sir Isaac Newton journal entries from around the world. Not because he wants to compile them and reveal them to the world, but because he wants to hide them away from everybody because it proves the right. Kabbalic sources of his wild theories about things like gravity but johnny like like dude they the jews lie about everything but they wouldn't lie about this says the bug gnat or that or this or that there's several thises that the jews just wouldn't lie about one being what side of the argument they're on on when it comes to the shape of the realm on which we inhabit in which we have it. 
The other is whether or not you can even go to the moon. Uh, what else would they never lie about? A lot of stuff. It's all bug nut shit, too. Really like the bug nut meme. I do. And like I told you before, it's uh you know you know it's a good meme when people get it wrong. And, and when the people that are people getting get it, wrong, it wrong. I'm sorry? <laughs> and a lot of people get it wrong. Well, yeah, the the best part is that a lot of the people that are getting it wrong are fucking bug nuts. <laughs> and I've made it like on my channel, I've made it pretty obvious what a bug nut is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they didn't have? You know what they didn't have in uh, Tartaria? Bug nuts. No, they might have. I don't know. You know what they did have in Tartaria, though? They had a shitload of amusement parks. Those Tartarians really liked roller coasters and bandstands and Ferris wheels and carousels. Dude, are you telling me that craftsmanship has dropped so far? That Have you seen them in these carousels in some of these old amusement parks or just parks like in san francisco you have golden gate park it's just a park that has a carousel right and some of these carousels are really 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 old and they're carved animals and these things are as real as a real horse or as real as a real whatever it is giraffe or some of them are amazing and they're four six animals deep in a row going around you know um, the mechanisms to make them go up and down, going around perfectly, um, all the stuff. I mean, those are those are amazing. But bootstraps, bootstrap people did these, horse and buggy people. Yeah, even Those. though our technology has air quotes progressed and we've gone to the moon, bro, and done this and that, but but we can't do this, right? Well, the thing I noticed, and other people have noticed, uh, we watched some conspiracy R Us videos on this, and a couple other people apparently watched his stuff too, because a lot of the a lot of the research comes from uh, from him. But the pictures of these Coney Island, um, like the loop, the what's it called? The loop, loop the loop is called the loop the loop. It's just a track. And it goes around, but in front of the loop-de-loop, and I'm assuming these are telegraph wires at this point in history, right? There is a telegraph pole that has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine rows of wires on either side. So that's 18 sets of wires. And you have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine sets of wires on 10 rows going, you know, nine sets going left to right, 10 rows going up and down. That's a ridiculous amount of telegraph wire for, I mean, like, where's this wire being manufactured? Where's these buildings? Like who's like, all this stuff is very professional. There's, I don't know, man, this is just way too advanced for this time period again. You know, yeah, and I'm not just like, and I'm not just talking Coney Island. You're talking about like these parks are all over the United States. There's two thousand of them, and they're all almost identical. Yeah, and some of them were like massive and 
just built in five men, five months, and were meant to be temporary, right? For some reason, right. A lot of them were uh, like the White City in Chicago. They were oh, a lot of them were patterned after the White City in Chicago, right? Um, they called there was the White City Parks. There was a whole group of parks called White City Parks. There was a whole group of why? Park- what? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Because like there's in Dreamlands, there's Dreamlands yeah. all over the country. Right. I was getting to Dreamlands. There was Dreamlands. There was White Cities, Wonderland parks. And none, but none of them are like a trademarked name, like a corporation, like a Six Flags. You know, now we have, we used to have in, in Massachusetts, there, it used to be called um, Riverside Park, right? Now it's called Six Flags Agawam, I believe. But Six Flags, Massachusetts now, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not Riverside, but now you can go to Six Flags over Georgia, Six Flags in Texas, Six Flags, uh, Great Adventure, Six Flags, I forgot what the other one is called in Northern California, but the Six Flags owns all these parks, right? But these weren't Wonderland, one company didn't own all the Wonderland parks. All these parks were owned by individuals were just all called Wonderland, or were they? Or was it like part of some Tartarian chain of theme parks, you know? Tartaria land. Right. Dude, I'm telling you, man, them Tartarians love their leisure time. They didn't need to work because all the electricity was free. Yellow and black flags over Tartaria. I don't get it. Let's have six flags over Texas. Uh, I don't know how many flags Tartaria had, though. Yellow and black, though? They had several. Well, depending on, you know. Six flags Tartaria. Six flags Tartaria. Oh, dude. I'd go. Look at these amusement parks. I would love to go to these amusement parks. And they all burned down. Man, they all burned say, down. If only they didn't all catch on fire. Right. Conveniently. Right, 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 right. The Venetian gondola ride that was at the uh, the magical steeplechase park, right? Coney Island's magical steeplechase. And you could ride these horse fake horses and like race horses right because there are horses on it on a track like um it was a ride though and it's one two three four five six seven eight eight guys across and you you know and these guys are all wearing their suits and their bowler cap and the girl in front of them is all dressed in because they got their girl on the horse with them as you as you will, you know, uh, when you're when you're sitting on a horse taking a ride. I mean, everything about this steeplechase thing is weird, but uh, for me, it's the logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The face. That face. So what for, is up with so dude's we face? We did an entire episode on evil satanic clowns. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't know who decided that this steeplechase logo would be a great thing for children to look at entering the uh, entering the amusement park. The steeplechase face. It looks like something from Attack on Titan. It's just, it is absolutely terrifying. The amount of teeth that you see in the smile is just horrifying. And, and the one where he's winking, 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's got like 32 teeth per row. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to have 32 teeth like all together. This guy's got 32 teeth per row. And this old ad, it says steeplechase face. Like, uh, okay, is that the face you're supposed to make once you leave steeplechase? Because you went to steeplechase? That's the face you make when you're on the steeplechase because you're going so fast. That's the face you make when your roller coaster flies off the rails. Right. not good oh you know we never finished we didn't finish yeah we, we, we didn't finish the other thing the uh the rough riders one so the rough riders you told me i was going too fast i know i know yeah i, know. I, was, got, I, I was like one of the conductors on the rough riders roller coaster right you're was, just going so fast yeah, that's the hit, other thing I was, hit, I was going too fast on the on the on the downs and on the and downs the and in the turns you're Conductor, going wide open we have a problem you're going wide open and and like yeah we lost control so yeah, I went I went full Bloomberg with the cigar. Boohoo, nigga, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> okay, so so Steeplechase Park opened in 1897, right? So it was built before. And there's okay, if you look at the one the 52 years ago. Here. I don't know if this if you guys have this. I'm going to put this in the chat. I don't know if you guys have this. We will drop also drop these links to some of this stuff in the show notes. Look at this picture in this. You've got the swings. That was the other thing that's at all. of the, That was the other ride. It's the swings. On one side of the water, you have the swings. On the other side of the water, you have the pavilion and the bandstand, the octagonal bandstand. And then you have the chutes into the water. And on the other side, you have the obelisk electric tower. Somewhere you have... Um, uh, what do you call it? A um, fer a Ferris wheel, and um, a carousel. But on that one, that one picture there, you can see on the windows. There's the face of the steeplechase face right there. See it? Yeah. It's like demonic. That's that's pretty demonic. It looms. Right. So apparently, apparently, uh, George Tillyu, who opened Steeplechase Park in 1897, um, his parents ran a place called the Surf House Resort, very popular among Manhattan and Brooklyn city officials. So he grew up on the boardwalk. So the boardwalk was a big thing in the 1800s, you know, in in that area. Would you get on that swing? No, absolutely not. <laughs> in eighteen, he went. He went to. He went to the World's Columbian Exposition in eighteen ninety three. He knew he wanted to bring the Ferris wheel to Coney Island. Nice. Yes. Yes. So he Wait, built a new. Oh, he built a ride called a Trip to the Moon, an early motion simulator ride. But how would they know? Right. They just called it that. Yeah. Because of the Jules Verne book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then he built a thing called the Giant Seesaw, which lifted riders almost 170 feet into the sky. But, but 
1907, a lit cigarette in a trash can burned Steeplechase Park down. I cannot smash X hard enough to be able to call that much bullshit. Right, right. But by but two years later, two years later, well, it was burned completely to the ground. But by 1909, two years later, it was completely rebuilt with all new attractions. That I'm is surprised fast. it took so long. Two years? Yeah. I mean, yeah. other places, they just built from scratch five I'm, months. Like, dude... Like the Avatar ride for Disney took, I'm pretty sure it was like a year and a half. Just the Avatar huh. ride itself. Star Wars Land took like five years, seven years, six years. I don't know. I have to look that Star up. Star Wars Land. Yeah, I mean, there's like a Disney area called Star Wars Land. Meanwhile, they're building entire parks in right. just like five months. Yeah. That look a lot better than what they're building today. Oh, some of them, yeah. Yes. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. When did they start construction? When did they start construction? Let me see. A, a long time ago in a, in, land, in land, a land far, far yes. away. And a, yeah. Okay, so it was announced. Okay, so it was announced in 2015 and construction began in 2016. Okay, so they it took three years. It took three full years. Three, um, yeah. Three and a half, actually. It took three and a half years. So, to build, there's one in California and there's one in Florida. It took three and a half years. They started in April 2016 and August 2019. So, it's actually so April, May, June, July, August. So, it's three years and four months it took to open them with better technology more personnel right with better exactly with better technology more personnel modern construction co uh, corners being cut uh mexicans being used for quite a bit of it uh so yeah in three years and four months where this um yeah, there's no way. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's just there's no way that they built this thing, rebuilt it in two years, with all new rides and all new everything. Back in 1907. Crazy man. We just don't have the bootstraps and horses and buggies to right, be able to right. recreate that. Right. And all these theme parks, they all have. They all have the big obelisk. They all have the shoots ride. And they all have. They're all by water or they're all, you know, right on water or they're, uh, you know, nearby. What is nearby? Uh, Lake Compounds in uh, Connecticut. It's like the oldest amusement park in the United States. They have all the same things, you know. They have all. Pure it's, coincidence. It's just pure coincidence that they all have these all over the country in Canada, different, you know, different provinces in Canada. All over the United States, all being built, all at the same time, all this stuff's being built, man. I mean, like the construction boom in the United States in the late 1800s and early 1900s. It's amazing how many things were being built—cities and monuments and amusement parks 
and trolley lines and elect. This is all being done like before electric grids. So they built all this because there was so much free time, but there was all this going on so that there was no free time. So they somehow predicted there would be free time afterwards, right? Yeah. I think you actually said that. that correctly. Pretty sure you said that right. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, they predicted the need for occupancy of their free time that they would have once the free time was in fact had uh, due to the technological advancements of the Industrial Revolution, which was apparently still happening. However, while construction was going on. But the millions of people that visited these parks apparently had leisure time. Makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, they all, I mean, all these people that go to these parks that totally don't look like they belong there at all. Like, don't look like they're there to have a good time. They look like they look lost a lot of the times. Yeah, I was going to say they look awkward as fuck. Mm-hmm. They're like totally out of place. And a lot of the you signs. Mean, you, what? You mean you guys wouldn't have fun on some of these carousels? Some of the carousels are kind of frightening, but some of the carousels are awesome. Yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't have a good time, Dogbot. I'm saying that these people that are there don't look like they're having a good time. None of them. None of them look like they're having fun. Nobody. There's no concessions at any of these places. There's none. Of that. I don't see. Uh, older at some Coney Island later on, you'll see it. Like you'll see, in, but like in the older ones, like especially with like well, the ones that are based around um, World's Fairs. There's no concessions. There's no bathrooms. Again, nobody. I guess nobody had to poop or pee. I thought. Uh, you see the picture I posted of Hellgate from 1905. It was only ten cents to get into Hellgate. Hellgate. Yeah, Hellgate was okay. So Hellgate was part of the where is it? Hellgate was part yeah, that's part of the um Holy Land. Yes. Yes. That was part yeah, that was part of the biblical themed amusement park Holy World. And Hellgate, like with literally like a winged horned Satan crawling out of a brick castle. Which has on yeah, either like side a of it, repurposed Tartarian building, right? A repurposed, right? A repurposed. I was just gonna, yeah, re, brick building with on one side of it a dome with an obelisk and a cupola on top of it. Right. That that they they toppled the they toppled whatever uh, Antiquatech was on top mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. the steeple. So they they tore it down. Right. For 10 cents, you could sit out in front of Hellgate and sip your coffee and eat your hot dog. Yeah, and the sign's just haphazardly hanging down there. Mm -hmm. Hellgate, Uh, 10 cents. But ironically, that's where the fire started that would destroy the the biblical-themed amusement park. was it? Okay. Uh, It was pretty amazing, though. The fire started at Hellgate. Yeah, but that... Devil... Demon, whatever that is, is actually pretty good. You know, I mean, is that a statue? Is that like... I need to see another picture of that. 
did you know that uh so also in coney island was dreamland yes right dreamland for some reason had a lot of japanese themed shit yeah which is weird for the time well not really i mean like you know japan was very isolationist people had heard of japan but they didn't know much about it so in order to I guess to know anything about Japan, you'd have to go to Dreamland where you were totally being told the truth about what Japan was really about, right? Right. So they didn't have tentacle porn back then. No. Even though they had Japan from back then. But in Dreamland, they also had a village that was populated with 300 midgets. Right. They did the, the whole Lilliputian thing from Gulliver's Travels. That's why they had... It was basically a... um. The Gulliver's uh, theme park in Japan, it was just like, you know, a carryover from that. So, Wait, the, so pictures what, of, the, the pictures of Midget Land or Midget City in Dreamland was sort of like a mock-up of an old Tartarian-like city. It was, it was really bizarre. Yeah. It, it, it's... They like made a mock up of a city where this, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know that face. Oh my god, um, everything about the uh, these theme park, the midget city, it's crazy. It looks like something out of like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, actually. When you go to the land to make believe. Were they trying to imply that the Japanese were midgets until we nuked them, implying nukes? Uh, this was, I don't know, 1904, though. This is well before any of that. Here's yeah, but Nagasaki we stuff. were using radium stoves, so. Sure. So maybe the Japanese didn't use radium. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. See, now, these these carousels can be rather scary as well. Some of the animals are really creepy, like that one bear-looking thing with the teeth. Jesus Christ. What the hell is the blue thing? All right, all of these pictures are going to be up on the web. All these pictures will be up on the website. So that is a head coming out of the ass end of a saddle that's on a horse that apparently has... Oh, it's, I don't I don't get it. You posted this picture, Dogbot. Uh, are you talking about the uh the carousels? Yeah, the horse on the carousel that has the thing coming out of the back of its saddle, the face with the four teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, I, I also a little earlier. Did you see the uh, the two Jews, the the male yes. Jew and the female Jew? Yes, I did. Yes, with the big noses. Yes, yes. Like well, what that you doing is there? Punch, that's punching Judy, is what that is. Oh, oh. So punch and Judy are Jewish? I believe so. Yes. Always has been. Yes, Judith always yes. has been. Yes. So then you have. <laughs> the definitely you have like the goat which is really that's a very satanic looking goat for some reason oh the bla- very the black and white picture of 
the carousel in the fog with like the weird vanilla-ish sky. And the animals that look real, other than the uh, the seahorse, which is you know a giant half horse, half half uh, fish. I think it's supposed to be like Capricorn. It is, yeah, but it's is that Capricorn? I guess you're right. But the the midget city is crazy because the people that are there. Okay, so those I guess are midgets, but also there's some full size humans there. So all of those right. statues, like the lion statues that are there on the ball, that are on those going up those stairs. Look at the, look at the railing work going up the 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 side there, right? Yeah, it's nuts. And then look it's at like okay. it's like it was already there, and they're like, well, what do we put here? Right. And then well, look in the back. Let's put a midget city. <laughs> well, that's not a midget hey. city. Those are those are hey, full size buildings, but we'll just put Everybody midgets in. Everybody loves midgets. Yeah. They're happy, right? Right. Well, and then you have Antiquitech right there in the front. You have that castle-looking thing, and you have that antenna on the top with the three parts, one, two, three, and the little crescent moon on the top of that. A lot of crescent moons at these parks in United States. That's so weird. A lot of yeah. crescent moons. Well before... Wasn't there a bunch of minarets as well? Min, right, a lot of, of Moorish, a lot of what would be considered Moorish architecture. Weird. Yeah, weird. Considering the time period. Three supposedly. row machine, two inner rows with jumpers. This is a this is a carousel. Code name Qualtry. Q U A L T R I. Code name Qualtry. Staten Island. That's on you we'll post all this stuff. Like I said. This other this other carousel is codenamed Orma Carael. Orma Caras. O R M A C A R S E L. Oma Carcel. Okay. Orma Carcel. That's the code name. Code name for this carousel. Look at the work. I mean, the carpentry work there in the ceiling. Look at all those rafters and the, jo- the, the joists up there. Look at that. And then you have the ridiculously ornately carved carousel itself everything is carved out of wood except for the bars that make the stuff go up and down you do know? you have the picture of the carousel with the uh weird paintings on the inner part that i the barber it looks got, like a guy's getting his it, getting a shave yeah and then you got the 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 negro wanting to play a record what is he doing there is he holding a plate it's a plate he's serving he's serving somebody He's serving somebody? Yeah. The guy looks nervous, is. though. He's show enough is. And then the baby the off to the left. It's just really, really The baby? Screwed. Yeah, the baby has like a grown person's face. You see a lot of that. You see a lot of that back there in, in this. But this looks old, okay? So this carousel, which was photographed in 18, I don't know, 1890-something? Picture's taken in 1876. It looks, look at the boardwalk in front. That picture, the faded picture, where it says first carousel, the Wethstad Coney Island. I guess it's Wethstaten Island, Coney Island, New York, 1876, right? 1876. Look at how weathered everything is. 
It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Almost- okay. So the bill. Okay. So the one in the Staten Island, uh, three row machine, blah, 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 blah. That one. Look Code at name Qualtree. Right. But look at the, look at the purlings up there on the ceiling. Look at all that. Look at, look at those, look, the, the metal work up there, the framing. Well, they moved it, right? Like they moved the entire carousel into I, a building, right? Yeah. But I don't know when that picture was taken, but like, okay, whatever. But these are, things, look at how they look outside. old. What I'm saying is they look old. Yeah. You know, they, they look really old to be, you know, if this picture was taken in 1907 and it opened in eight, you know, in 1897 or 1887. So it's 24 years old. 24 years is not enough time to age this wood the way that these things are aged, you know? 12 years isn't enough to age these things the way these things look aged. Yeah. It's just insane. And this is just another one of those things that, like, you know, people were building, and they were building cities, and these cities were being... I mean, I guess as soon as San Francisco was put together, they had, you know, they had to put they had to put parks up, amusement parks all over. There's like four. There was, I think, I mean, like three or four different Ferris wheels in San Francisco. One of them still I mean, there. This, the hundred and fifty foot. This Charles one looks real shitty. Which one? <laughs> it's got the creepy old men hanging hanging on it, and it's it's got it looks like it's got a tent on top. It's a uh, it's right next to the uh, code name. Yeah, it's that's right the old the one, 1876. That's the one from 1876. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got a bunch of inheritors hanging out on it. Right, but like it doesn't look like anything special like the one next to it. No. Look how the his carousel is spelled. C-A-R-R-O-U-S-S-E-L. Carousel. Carousel. Yeah, the, this nineteen ten one looks looks really. This, this photo looks real creepy. Which I one? guess they're having fun. You know, there's moms with their babies and stuff. And but, which one is the nineteen ten picture? Uh, it's uh to the left of Steeple Chase, face. Oh right, yeah, it's the first one next to Steeple Chase face. That one has. It's just odd. It's just very odd. Are these photos creepy because they're black and white, Johnny? Are we putting a little too much emphasis on the fact that they're creepy because they're black and white? No. Like, if we saw these in color, would we think that these are just normal? No. Uh, no, not at all. I don't believe that, no. Hmm. Yeah, So anyway... So- uh, out of some of the ones that I picked of these carousels, do you think some of these came from a previous civilization? I think somebody else built those. Yeah, they weren't bootstrap people. I mean, these are the same places that had the inventoriums, dude. You know, at these same at these same um, at these same amusement parks, they had the inventoriums. We talked about them when we talked about the orphan trains. But you got to remember, these, you know, this is where they this is where they basically had like a NICU. At the same place, you'd go and get a, 
get a corn dog and go ride down the the flume, the log flume into the water and you know and have some fun and then you go pay a nickel to see a real live baby. Which the sign said real live infants. Actual live babies. Pretty weird to have it in an amusement park, no? Yeah, I mean, that's totally what you want to see when you go to an amusement park, right? Right. Um. Hey, and, listen, you pay 10 cents right here, you can look at this baby in a box. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> you can also adopt you got one. You babies in boxes. You can adopt them right there. Well, you know why? You know why the infantoriums were at the amusement parks, right? Because the hospitals didn't want them. Okay. Yeah. So that's the only other choice. Man, hospital uh, hospital didn't want this baby. Well, I'm sure the amusement park over there, because we got 2,000 of them, would be l- happy, thrilled to take your baby. Right. Right. And it was that Dr. Cooney, right, that invented the incubator. Dr. Martin Cooney invented the incubator. Yeah, hospitals didn't want it. This life-saving technology. Around the time that that happened, I think hospital bo- hospital births were at like like twenty five percent survival rate for babies. So yeah, no, we don't want this life-saving technology. Give it to the amusement parks. Let them look at it while their stomach is calming down after going on the tilt a whirl. You know, we're going to we're going to put this this like NICU unit there that you can actually you can actually adopt one of these babies because they're all orphans on top of it. So all these premature babies. In the early 1900s at the theme parks, some of them you take home on trains. Yeah. Just I mean. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, DB? With the with the inventorium thing, I think out of all the stuff whenever we you know, we did the entire episode on foundlings and orphan trains and we we shoehorned in the inventoriums. I just find it incredibly odd and creepy and there was a series of questions on the stolen history forum and I found these questions to be really interesting and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna read a couple of them real quick sure how how did they manage to treat eighty thousand premature infants in 1900 how did they truck them down how did they track them down at birth and and administer them fast enough where why did their why were their parents not interested in them and how did he produce so many incubators? Did he have a factory that created the incubators? And that's who a very than the production oh. and the cost maintenance of the incubators hold on, hold on. and the food and medicine for the babies. Okay, hold on, stop, and stop, how- stop, hold on. Whoa, you're like ripping through all these. Do you want to answer any of them, or do we want to? I have well, no, the answer to all of them no is an- there's no good answer for any of these. Bootstraps and horses and buggies. That's the answer to all of them. And and, and white gumptions. Bunch of whores and farmers. Yep. White so, achievement. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So how did the premature infants survive without breast milk? Because the uh, 
and, and it goes through a list of the the contents of formula, which has changed dramatically over the course of a hundred years. I didn't know they added taurine to formula since 1984. Taurine is the shit that they put in monster energy drinks. Yeah. Well, it comes from, yeah, it supposedly comes from like a cow's milk protein or whatever. But, so, yeah, you know, you should get it from food, not from. So the question of how, how the, how did the babies breathe? The lungs of premature babies are not yet developed and thus can't breathe and cannot be breathed with a device called ventilator that is doing the work for their lungs. That's what this says here. The earliest breathing machine was the drinker respirator. It was invented in 1928, and it was also known as the iron lung. These machines were used between the 30s and 50s. I also assumed that they were expensive and rare. So how did the babies breathe inside these incubators? Right. They wore their bootstraps. Yeah, man. I mean, how did they keep the babies clean? There's no hospitals, right? There's, I mean, like, dude, how many times have you had to change diapers? Like, I've had to change. You know, we babies are ridiculous with diapers, disposable diapers. You had to change baby about every hour in the first six months after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a yeah, kind of, but not really. But yeah. So the first disposable diaper, yeah, man. First disposable diaper was created in 1942. So, I mean, none of these, none of those numbers add up. None of this stuff makes any sense. But, you know, what you could do while you were there is you could adopt one of those babies. And okay, you know, so they just put the babies in a look like they weren't really incubating them at all. They were just, uh, they just had babies to give out. Yeah. And they were keeping them in like uh, what looked like fake high tech, basically cribs. Yep. Basically, yeah, like little hamster cages with little attachments to make it look like, you know, new in space age. You um, get a baby. So, yeah, so you was, get a baby. Was, you get a baby. So what was technological about the incubators at the uh infantorium? The like what lamp, what I did what, like lamp. what were what were they able to do to keep premature babies alive keep compared to what we see uh, at hospitals today to keep them warm. I mean, not much has changed really other than that. Then we can actually put them on a ventilator now, you know? Um, but what I was saying is you could adopt these babies and you know, who's been adopting babies, uh, orphan babies since the beginning of ever. Childless celebrity women. Hmm. But are they women? No. No, none of them. So a very famous woman uh who popped up um on this infantorium video. Uh her name was Marie Dressler. She was a Canadian stage and screen actress. Uh she was an early silent film and depression era film star. Yeah, I can see why you'd be depressed looking at her. Uh, womp womp <laughs> yeah, right no like look at her face though anyway she's married twice so two dudes like like trainees uh she started in a an acting her acting career in a 
thing called The Lady Slavey. She played a household servant named Flo Honeydew. And then later on, she played alongside silent film star Charlie Chaplin. And um, then ended up on the cover of Time Magazine and... Yeah, you got to look at these pictures. I'm going to drop the link to the Wikipedia. Just look at the pictures on the right-hand side. Like the picture of Dressler in Men and Bill. Like, look at that. That is a man. That is a man. Look at that jaw. That is a man's jaw. That's a fucking dude. That is a fucking guy. Okay. Dressler in 1909. Look at Dressler on the cover of Time magazine. All right. They weren't even trying. Yeah. There was That's the, a nigga. Yeah, that isn't your honor. That nigga's a nigga. Like the lobby card for Tugboat Annie from 1933. Look at that picture. That is a man's face. Like the sunken eyes. It's all just right there. The brow ridge. The male cheekbones. The male jawline. Anyway, so yeah, so. Marie Dressler uh, adopted a baby, made a big deal out of it. They made it, they made a real big deal out of it. Just like when, um, who adopts kids and gets them to go trans is Scarlett Johansson. Uh, that is Charlize Theron. Charlize so, Theron. That's right. So that's right. Charlize it is Theron. not, it's not by any means limited to that one. No, I'm just saying, but she's like famous for adopting orphans. Uh, that. They're brown. Uh, Le- yeah. Leave Schreiber one Lee has Schreiber. a very uh, oh, right. very spooky relationship with his son that mm-hmm. he also allows to dre- wear dresses. Right. Yeah. Is that the one yeah. that kisses his son on the mouth? In public? Yeah. Yeah. So does Tom Brady. So. Yeah. Moms like to do that though. Oh, I had a very interesting thing. Ha- well semi-interesting thing occur while I was waiting for a sandwich yesterday. They had on the pregame discussion for Thursday night football. And one of the commentators said something that made me turn my head up to the screen. He said, I don't know what deal with the devil that Tom Brady made, but I want in on it. Hmm. Well, I mean, his, you know, Giselle Bunchausen is a witch, also a dude, so a male witch or a transgender witch or whatever. Androgyne. Could it just be an androgyne witch? I mean, you know, people are catching up to the androgyne meme, guys. But we called it yep. first. We're the paranormies. Transversions. Transversions. Androgynes don't necessarily some of have them, to be. Some of them may be, you know, actual surgeries, but there's some kind of clone fuckery going around going along with the womb that's why you have these creatures like miley cyrus and justin bieber looking so similar there's mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of fuckery afoot and we absolutely don't, we, there we, is yeah you know, and they they've been at it for a long time since babylonian times. and they have so, and we we didn't even really get into the you know we, we, we didn't really get into too much of the tartarian stuff about these these theme parks these amusement parks it's all right. Because Disney is like all, like especially Florida Disney is all completely like Tartarian themed. 
or even tar or some of them are probably reused buildings, re repurposed. Ones but that we were are supposedly temporary, but just you know, last right. forever. Right, right, right. But we are uh, twenty-three minutes into the third hour, so we're oh, running, we're well. running, yeah, we're running long again. So, so those of you who bitch about us not having content, well, there you go. Uh, somewhere in that two and a half hours is content. You'll find it. Go look for it. Also, boohoo, nigga. I don't care. Also, right. boohoo, nigga. We don't care. It's right. This is our this is our treehouse, and yeah. these are our friends, and yeah. we like to talk about stuff with each other because we're friends. Yeah, and uh, we're happy for anybody that likes to come up in the treehouse and hang out with us. And you know, if you don't like it, you don't really have to listen to it. You could go, I don't know, be a faggot somewhere else. Yeah, go. Be yeah, we're not holding a gun else. to your head. To force you to listen to bug nat shit, so you know. yeah. No, nobody, nobody forced you to hate type that email either, buddy. All right, all right, all right. All right. We're gonna get out of here. I believe we have a creepy pasta uh, coming up for you. We are gonna get out of here. We'll be back on Wednesday with another Nationalist Inquirer. We'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. My life has been rough lately. The usual bullying parents being bossy, and relationship issues. I couldn't take it for much longer, so I decided to go to a fortune teller. She was a lovely lady. She told me that I'd live a long and happy life, and I'll have a wonderful family, etc., etc. The thing that shocked me the most was what mattered most in the end will come soon. It got me wondering what does matter? What will happen when it's revealed? What does matter most? It's been a couple months since then, and it still hadn't come true. I don't think it will happen. It's puzzling. It's making me go mad. But then it came to me. I'd have to murder all my enemies. I'd have a happy life then. That's what she predicted. The bullies, my parents, my partner. I'd have to kill them all. I find a pretty sharp knife and I got on the hunt. First were my parents. They were easy to find. After all, I still lived with them. I found them, my parents. They were easy to kill, nice and quiet. Next were the bullies, Jesse, Danny, Andrew, all gone. But they had a will to live, I didn't care. They all die. Finally, they finally gave up. Last was my partner, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I loved her, she loves me, her boyfriend. I can't do this, she deserves to live, I won't do it. I can't do it. She's going to live. She will live. We can grow old together and make a family. But what if she finds out? If she does, I won't know what to do. Kill her? No, I love her. Kill myself? No, then she'd be sad. I guess I would just hide from the world. I truly wish she doesn't find out. I killed her brother. How would she not? She'd hate me if she found out. She turned me in, but she hasn't yet. This will be my little secret. It's been years since then. We have a wonderful family now. Two little girls and a little boy. Triplets. She's happy. I'm happy. We got married. We work things out. Oh no. Oh no. 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 They found out. I forgot. They could potentially find the bodies. They have. I hid them in my parents' house. 
I can't let my family find out. I should have found a better hiding spot, not my childhood home. What if they find out who killed them all? What if they arrest me? No, I can't let my kids grow up without a father. There are only three. They can't ask their mother where their daddy was. I can't let that happen. I'll have to kill them, the cops. If they lay a finger on my family, I'll kill them all. They'll all be gone. No one is going to touch my family. After all, they are what matter most in the end.